What's up, everybody? My name is James York, and this is the B Podcast. The story behind the name B is that I'm a hip-hop head. Comments album B is my favorite album of all time. It's a timeless album about life and stepping into who you really are. And that's what this podcast is all about, to just be. To be you, to be great, to be the best version of yourself. Over the years, I've read hundreds of books and articles on self-help and becoming the best version of myself. I've had over a thousand hours of therapy and coaching, and as I go through this personal journey of becoming my highest self, I want to invite you to join me. Together, we will learn and grow each day, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, all while showing compassion and empathy to others, and having a little fun along the way. I'm no expert, but if I can learn something new and help you to grow, that's why I intend to do it. Thank you for listening to the Beat Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is James York, and this is the Beat Podcast. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. Um, It's the holiday season, and this is going to be the last episode of the year to wrap up this season. Um, We've done several episodes this year on spiritual growth, on mental growth, emotional, financial, on physical growth. And I wanted to end this year by having an interview with myself. I know that might seem a little narcissistic, but just hear me out. Throughout this year, I started this process of coming up with this podcast, and it was a goal of mine. It was a dream of mine to bring something that was in my, you know, just pretty much a, a, a dream and imagination to light. And I learned so much about myself through this process. First off, I'm an introvert, so I'm never really putting myself out there. I'm always... Um, seeking things from the inside out. I'd rather have an intimate conversation with one person than be in a room full of 20 and having different conversations. Um, I'm the person that sits in the back of the room and watches, observes, and listens rather than to speak first. So this was something that took me way out of my comfort zone. And I learned so many different lessons through the guests that I had on, the research that I did on my own, on my um, the episodes that I did that were solo, and just throughout the process of just you know cultivating and coming up with the the ideas of the podcast is literally creating um, something from nothing. So I wanted to take this time to share what I learned and how I can use it to make myself and this podcast better in 2022. So I came up with a series of questions that. I would ask myself if I were a guest on my podcast, starting with what was the most important lesson that I learned in 2021. And I didn't write any of these answers down. So I'm pretty much going off of the cuff, off of the top of my head with these. So the most important lesson that I learned in 2021 was it was actually a few different lessons. So I, I can't just say one, I will say my top three. And I'll tell you why. So my first one would be patience. And I've been praying about patience, asking God to give me more patience. And I know that anytime that you have anything, especially pertaining to this podcast and the creative world, you have to have patience. And that's who's listening to the podcast. That's getting people to come on, to interview. Everything is a process and and it takes time and it takes patience. So I learned a lot about patience this year. Um, I learned a lot about patience within myself. Like 
I'm not where I want to be, but I know that if I set out goals and I continue to go forward, then I can be where exactly where I want to be. So I would say patience was the number one. The second important lesson that I learned was how to serve. And I'm still learning that. And I think that I'm going to cultivate that even more in 2022. Um, I got a promotion from my job and it puts me in a position of leadership. It's my first time being in a position where I was over people, supervising people, reporting their duties and their pay, interviewing people. And one thing that I've learned is you're in a position of leadership to serve. That's what you're doing. You literally are are serving their needs. So if someone comes to me and they don't have an answer for something, I have to I have to find that answer. So that was one of the most important things that I learned is how to serve and just the process of serving. It's literally, you know, self-sacrificial almost. You 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 using your time, you putting things to the side to to help the people who um, you're essentially responsible for. And the third would probably be a combination of both of those. And this, and I'll say timing is everything. And I learned this through dating, through going through a divorce, um, through just meeting different people. And I just, I believe in God's timing. I believe that his divine timing is something that, that can't be calculated. And we try to force things and we try to, you know, take shortcuts sometimes, but his timing is the best timing. And I realized that with, you know, just the process of getting to know people in the dating world, being back out there after being in a long-term relationship so long, after, you know, going through emotional heartbreak and, um, you know, having to heal on my own, that took timing. And even with my career and my profession and just this this podcast, everything was is, is, was all about timing. And that goes back to the patience, trying to have that that patience so that you can let God work. Because really, it's, you know, he wants to work for us and with us. It was, it's us that really being like, you know, it's, it's being stubborn. So and I know that can be me sometimes. So. so the top one was patience. The second was learning how to serve. And then the third was timing. My second question is, what would I do differently if I could do it over? And I think this is just in the whole scheme of 2021 when I wrote this. But I would say for for, for certain for the podcast, what would I do differently? Um, I think that I did things the right way because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I had to just get out there and, and learn on the go. So I didn't have a lot of people that I knew who had podcasts. I think I would reach out to more people. Um and, and seeing, you know, people in the, the podcast sphere and, and got notes from them, how to do this, how to edit, what should I do about this? One thing that I'm struggling with now is marketing. It's getting the word out there about the podcast. So that's definitely something that I intend to prove, improve upon. But I don't think that I would have did anything differently because, I again, I believe in divine timing and I believe that everything is a process. So this year is just the launch of the podcast and me learning and going through those baby steps and, you know, trying to grasp what I'm actually creating here. And next year I'll be getting it on a bigger platform, getting better guests, making the audio sound better, getting video, different things that I would have wanted this year, but I had to take those steps. So I wouldn't do anything differently as far as with the podcast, except for reaching out to others who have podcasts and seeing 
you know, their mistakes at first. How has launching a podcast helped me to grow? Ooh. I feel like it's helped me to grow in a lot of different ways. One, I said in the beginning, was just to get out of my comfort zone. As an introvert, um, I'm often the person that's not on the forefront. So this podcast is not about me. It's really about the message. It's about learning and growing. It's about um, being able to be yourself. It's about uh, learning from others' experience. So it's really not about me, but I'm bringing something to you. So I am the the face of this. So I would say getting out of my comfort zone was like the biggest thing with that helped me grow with launching this podcast. Absolutely. What was my favorite moment would be? Um, my favorite moment, who I would have to say my conversation with Eugene. Um, I would have to say Eugene, yeah, the, the financial advisor, the financial guru, um, you know, financial literacy coach, he, his, his interview was funny. It was, uh, it was very entertaining and we had a moment going back and forth about, uh, about crypto, about stocks, just about being, com- you know, staying, getting outside of your comfort zone, getting outside of your fear, how scared money don't make money. And that kind of opened up a door for me to be able to grasp things that, you know, I might have been scared to grasp at first. So I think that was one of my favorite moments. I have multiple favorite moments. Another favorite moment was talking to Adrian Langdon um, on the podcast about mental health and about how black people don't seek out mental health, how we we have to get to our breaking point, how it, it takes us going to, you know, rock bottom just to reach out to somebody to help and you know that was a a very important um you know conversation to be had another favorite moment of mine was chris and christina them sharing their marriage over the past 15 years like with the the b community my first interview that i ever did and just being able to sit there and talk to them and them being able to share transparently and intimately things that they've gone through in their marriage how did they get through those things you know what can younger couples do so i think those were all key moments and just the, you know, in my favorite moments of the year. What was my biggest struggle? Whew. So my biggest struggle was actually getting out of that comfort zone, putting myself out there, getting outside of my head. Um, I'm no, um, I've, I've shared this before and I'm no stranger to sharing it. I've suffered from anxiety. I've suffered from depression and getting outside of my own head, not overthinking things, not going through that process is something that I'm still working on. You know, you'll put something out. It's not perfect. You don't want to put it out. That was a struggle of mine. You know, let's do it again. But the content that I'm delivering is not for me. It's not for me to look good. It's not for me to sound good. It's for the listeners. It's for the community to absorb it and to learn from it, to grow from it. So if I don't say a question correctly or ask the question correctly, if I don't phrase something correctly, as long as the speaker, the person I'm interviewing, as long as they got their message off correctly and the person on the other end was able to reciprocate that and learn, that's all I need to do. So I think that I struggle with that big time overthinking things in the beginning, Um, not even wanting to put podcasts out because I'm like, I don't have the right subject matter or the research wasn't done. But something just kept telling me inside, just go for it. Just keep putting it out. 
and the content just kept coming in. People just kept um, showing up for me for interviews. So that that was probably my biggest struggle was overthinking things. What can I improve next year? I think what one thing that I can definitely improve is the consistency of the podcast. So I started out these podcasts doing it every week, solo episode and then an interview. And once I started having interviews, I felt that that was more of my flow. So one thing that I want to do more next year is book more interviews, um, getting in contact with certain people, especially people with a big following, people who are busy. That is not the easiest thing to do because this podcast is something that's, um, you know, generated by word of mouth is generated by social media. So, you know, they have to understand that this is the platform for them to spread their word and their message and getting people to sit down and do that for 30 minutes to an hour is not always easy. So one thing that I want to improve on is getting um, better marketing to, to get the show out there and to get, you know, more guests to get weekly guests so that I can have, um, better content for the for you guys for the B community so you can constantly be learning and growing each week um my goal would be to do two shows a week put two shows out a week so if i can get to that point that would be great but just even just the weekly content um instead of the bi-weekly content would be would be great what was my biggest fear of 2021 my biggest fear is always failing so i know some people's is death um, some is like, you know, the government and taxes, <laughs> mine is fear of failure. So anytime that I put myself out there, there's a possibility that I'm going to fail at it. And even people like Thomas Edison or Albert Einstein failed numerous times before they created what they created, light bulb, the theory of relativity, anything that you put your mind to, you know, it is not a guarantee that it's going to go through, especially the first time. So I know that going through those trials and tribulations only make me stronger, only make me better. But failure is definitely my biggest fear. And it wasn't just failure at this podcast. It was failure in my work. It was failure in dating. It was failure as a father. Those things that, you know, you struggle with and it drives you to a place sometimes of overthinking, but it also drives you to a place of like, what can I do so that I won't fail at this? What can I do if I do fail at this? What can I do better next time? Because every day is an opportunity to grow. And that failure is really just an opportunity for you to challenge yourself, get yourself out the comfort zone, pick yourself back up and and, and start the race again. So that, that fear of failure is definitely something that I have I have dealt with. What are my goals for 2022 for B? So my goals for 2022 for the podcast is to grow the podcast as much as possible, to get the word out, um, to market the podcast better, to have better guests, have more guests, because I have, have had extraordinary guests on the podcast so far, but just have more guests um, that are able to give good content, um, able to have great interviews, um, able to learn. Well, if I'm learning, I know that my audience is learning. So I want to bring people on that I can learn from. Um, I want to give video. want to be able to put things on YouTube. want to have short videos as well, just on the topics that you know the interviewer may have had. So be able to cut clips so that people can view it in a snippet of 60 seconds to just grasp something that the interviewer 
was saying. Um, and, and yeah, just really just grow the podcast as much as possible so that the word can get out and people can grow. And that's what it was all about from the beginning. What keeps me going? What keeps me going in my everyday life is my daughter. Um, seeing her successful. So being for I want to be the example for her. So she keeps me going no matter what, no matter how down I am. I know that I have someone that I need to take care of, I need to provide for. Um, what keeps me going in the corporate world is that I'm a black man and none of this was made for me. So I don't take it for granted. I work hard. I'm there for my team and I show up. What keeps me going in this podcast is that I feel like it's a part of my purpose. It's a part of the calling that God has on my life. And I want to share my time, my, t- my treasures, and any resources that I can, not only to help other people, but to amplify the gifts that I have. So that, you know, when it's time to go, people can say, I inspired them, which is the highest form, in my opinion, of, of human service. You can inspire or motivate a person. So if I can inspire some type of change in you, whether, you know, man, you get up and you go to therapy because you heard a podcast about mental health, um, whether you get up and go go to church because you heard something that, you know, we talked about as far as spirituality, whether you start a budget, start saving, you know, invest in some stocks, some crypto because you, you listen to the podcast and we were talking about finances or if you go and work out. Because you heard, you know, Tanya Miller on here talking about working out, eating right, eating healthy, staying accountable, whatever you do and say you got that from this, that that would be um, that would be something that keeps me going. You know, when people compliment me, say, man, that was a great episode. I learned so much. That's the huge. That's the biggest compliment that I can get. And it's not for me. It's because you go. You got something out of it. Forget what I need. Forget what, you know, my ego um, will tell me it's about what the listener, what you guys are absorbing. So that's what keeps me going. What does B mean to me? And this is a very important question because I feel like I explained it in the trailer about what B means, but B not only symbolizes just a, a, a you know my favorite album, which is Common B. It symbolizes who I am as an individual. Like even if you go and you dissect that album from start to finish, the intro, him talking about, you know, his daughter, he's talking about, you know, the calling that he has on his life. And then going from that to corners and going in that to go. Like it's a it's a balance of life. It's like the good, the bad, the ugly. I'm in love. I'm in lust. Um, just a man. Who am I? What dreams do I have? So it's more than just an album to me because I was listening to that album in 2005. And it was purchased for me by someone who was very special to me. They bought it for me and gifted it to me. Um, they knew I like I like Common. They knew Kanye was my favorite producer. And just that combination... They knew to get that that CD from me, and I'm forever grateful. And so when I put that on, it reminds me of that time because it was a pivotal time in my life. So I was a knucklehead. 
I was doing stupid stuff. I got kicked out of two high schools and I was on my second, I was on my third high school. I was in alternative school when that CD actually came out and I was graduating from alternative school. I actually just got the opportunity to um, go to Western Illinois where I ended up graduating from in 2010. And I thought that I wasn't going to go to college. Honestly, I thought I was going to go to ITT Tech or somewhere. Nothing wrong with that, but I thought I was just going to go to a trade school, you know, work a little job, be a mechanic or something like that. I thought that was going to be the best for me, you know, making $22 an hour. If anybody's out there that's making that, I, hey, I salute you. I used to make that, but that's where I thought I was going to be at for the rest of my life. I didn't know the possibilities that God had for me and was going to take me. So hearing that album, it brings me back to that place where it was like I felt in that moment that God had more for me, that God had a life that I didn't know that I could live, that he was like, look, you made a mistake, but this ain't over yet. You still got a lot of story to tell. And so it was a change in me, you know, that that it brought the man out of me. You know, I was... um. I was 18 years old, been 18 at that time. It was May for, you know, six months. And I was just trying to figure this thing out called life. And that album, I just listened to it every single day, every single day that summer. And I listened to it on my way to Western. I listened to it when I came back home from Western. It was that in late registration. And, um, and it just really, it, it touched my soul. And the concept of the album about being you, about you are enough, about being in purpose, about walking in the purpose that God created you to be, that's what really stuck with me. And that's that's really what B means to me. Lastly, where do I see this podcast going? Really, I see this podcast going wherever my listeners take it. It's It's all about social media presence, the word of mouth these days. It's all about getting the word out there with with any type of content. I don't consider myself a creative, but I create. This podcast is something that I created. It's a concept that I had, and it was something that I wanted to do. It was something that I wanted to share. If it gets to 100 listeners, I'm happy. If it gets to 1,000, I'm happy. If it gets to a million people, I'm happy. Wherever this podcast go, because I know that at the end of the day, if I touch one person, one person learns something from this podcast, then I did my job. I can't worry about the 10 million. I can't worry about trying to be like the people that I um, admire, like a mentors like Jay Shetty, Trent Shelton. I can't worry about being like them on that level because they have their own platform. They work hard for years and years. What I have to worry about is just putting out quality content that people can learn from each and every day. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want you to be able to share this with your friends and, you know, talk about the podcast and, hey, I learned this. I didn't know this. Man, this is this touched me. This blessed me. You know, this was so powerful. Man, this episode made me cry. I want you to be able to just learn and, and, and grow emotionally with, within yourself, physically within yourself. You know, whatever that is, whatever you're needing, I want you to be able to get from this podcast. So that's where I see it going. It's just to be able to serve people and their needs. So. That's all I really have, man. If y'all have any questions for me, feel free to DM me. Um, I'm at King James underscore two underscore you. And I'm also at underscore 
the B podcast on Instagram. Um, this was a great year for me. I grew so much. And I know that God has incredible things for all of us in 2022. So until we see each other again, thanks for listening to the B podcast. This is James York. I'm out.